morning, this is Pastor Chad, and you are listening to episode 11 of Give Me Jesus. In Romans chapter 7, Paul, when explaining that we are no longer bound to the law in the new covenant, he uses the analogy of marriage, that when one spouse dies in the marriage, that it is no longer binding. He goes on to say that that is how it is with the law. Verse 6 of Romans chapter 7, he says, But now we are released from the law, having died to that which held us captive, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit, and not in the old way of the written code. He continues in verse 7, What then shall we say, that the law is sin? By no means. Yet if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin, for I would not have known what it is to covet, if the law had not said, You shall not covet. But sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment, produced in me all kinds of covetousness. For apart from the law, sin lies dead. I've often used the illustration of the red button. If you say to a child, don't push that red button. Whatever you do, do not push the red button. Of course, there's going to be a temptation that wells up within them to push the red button. And that is what the law does to us. And it's not because the law is bad, but it's because when it bumps up against our sin, that is apart from the work of the Spirit, it's not pretty. That, after all, is why we need Jesus. We see that the law points to our need for Christ. Paul continues in verse 9. He says, I was once alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin came alive and I died. The very commandment that promised life proved death to me. For sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment, deceived me, and through it killed me. So the law is holy, and the commandment is holy and righteous and good. Did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means it was sin, producing death in me through what is good, in order that sin might be shown to be sin, and through the commandment might become sinful beyond measure. So the red button analogy, I think, is a good analogy, but even a better one is found in John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. And this episode is going to be one of two in which I talk about my two favorite scenes in Pilgrim's Progress. And so this first one is when Christian goes to the house of the interpreter, and he's shown a room. Well, I won't give you all the details. I'll read it here in just a moment. But we see in here an illustration of our sin and the law and then the gospel of grace. Uh, Because it would be quite bad news if it was just simply our sin and the law. But praise God for the gospel of grace through Jesus Christ. So here we pick up in Christian's visit to the house of the interpreter. Then he led him into a very large parlor that was full of dust. When they had observed it for a moment, the interpreter called for a man to sweep it. When he began to sweep, the dust rose and filled the whole room so that Christian almost suffocated. Then the interpreter said to a maid who stood by, Bring water and sprinkle the room, which she did. Then the dust settled, and the maid swept the room clean. What does this signify? asked Christian. This parlor is the heart of man that has never been sanctified and cleansed by the grace of God through the gospel. The dust is his original sin and corruption that have defiled the whole man. 
The man who began to sweep at first is the law. The maid who brought the water and finished the job is the gospel. The man, though working with all his might, could not clean the room. He only stirred up the dust and made it worse to live in. This shows you that the law, by its working, instead of cleansing the heart from sin, only revives sin, causes sin to show its strength, and increase its activity in the soul. Though it discovers and forbids sin, it does not give the life and power to subdue it. So man cannot of himself give up his sin without first receiving divine life and help from above. This is why the maid came, sprinkled the room with water, and cleansed it with all ease. To show you that when the gospel of Christ comes to the heart, with all its sweet and gracious influence, new life comes in, sin is subdued and vanquished, and the soul is made clean by faith in Christ. Consequently, man is made fit for the habitation of the King of Glory. Oh, every hour, every day, I need you. Oh, more than the